Hello, this is Grad School Grad, a podcast about public policy and international relations graduate programs in the United States. For today's episode, we are going to talk about how where a student went for undergrad or a previous graduate degree uh, can really impact graduate school outcomes. And I just want to clarify by outcomes, I mean student experience uh, in terms of opportunities afforded student during school, and obviously uh, things tied to career in terms of internships and job outcomes. So I can speak about this coherently um, as via my observations for my own graduate program in public policy, but also uh, the extensive collaborations I did with students from other policy programs um, and the people in the IR space I engage as a student and uh, know uh, via my previous IR uh, professional life, but also overall just via engagement conversation with friends, coworkers, family members, bosses uh, who attended uh, either type of school. So I want to put some context um, into this topic. So first and foremost, it, it, no, somebody might be curious and ask, why did he say, um, make a reference to students that come in with, uh, in terms about where they previously went to undergrad and previous grad degree. Uh, and, and this is important to know is because there are some people who go to public policy or IR grad program who actually have another uh, grad degree. And for some pe- people, it's another master's by seeing JDs, uh, which is law degree uh, for those who aren't, don't know from outside the U.S. Uh, but every now and then you have a non-traditional student who might be a doctor or has a Ph.D. and trying to do a career switch. But uh, have it's not that uncommon to uh, have someone with a one, another master's, one-year master's. I would say from what I've seen, it's roughly about 5% or so. Um, now I, the most interesting I saw is that there was a student who had two previous graduate degrees um, coming to uh, policy grad school, and the person would graduate essentially with four degrees, including undergrad and all the grad <coughs> graduate degrees. So they're out there. Um, and in my opinion, uh, the a previous grad degree it lends itself similar credibility or benefit, shall we say, as undergrad, uh, generally speaking. And so ultimately, uh, the thesis behind this or the main point I'm trying to make is that there is a correlation between uh, how strong of an undergrad or previous grad degree uh, program that a student goes to and how uh, well they do in terms of uh, attaining competitive uh, student opportunities in graduate school and attaining competitive uh career opportunities. I want to highlight um, two things about this. One is that this is a correlation and not a rule. And and I think it's good to illustrate this by some examples in terms of how it's not a rule. Is that, hey, honestly, one of the most, or one of the less impressive peers I ever met in graduate school uh, went to Harvard University for undergrad. And Sure, the person had good grades get Harvard for undergrad, but the person just didn't have a, the most interesting or stellar career, uh, self-admittedly by the person actually coming out of undergrad. And, you know, in school, the person didn't do that much and the job market was not exactly kind to the person. 
So that happens. Um, and I will say on the flip side, one of the most uh, impressive people I met in graduate school was someone who had a uh, degree from community college. And I also did some classes online and all that stuff. So, um, had, yeah, the person ended up with just an awesome career, made it work. We're all very impressed by the person. So it happens. But that being said, I think the correlation uh, about the stronger the program, previous program of higher education, the better outcomes. Uh, I do want to highlight that I don't want to get into the weeds of like what makes a undergrad school or a previous degree program strong or not strong. I think we could be pretty loose about this um, and just say, hey, people generally know there are some undergrad programs that are much more competitive um, and supposedly have edu- more academic opportunities than others. And the same is true for um, gra- grad programs. Um, so now we can talk extremes here. Like, honestly, on average, a person who went to like Notre Dame in the U.S. is probably going to be better off academically in terms of network and all that than someone who uh, went to a very regional uh, pub- public university. So uh, that's just uh, the reality of living in the United States. So, so yeah, with that being said, um, let's start off with talking about in-school experiences in terms of opportunities. So a big part of going to a public policy undergrad degree is getting the student opportunities that can help you out, at least uh, especially during your first year, maybe your Less so, in my opinion, second year, but you know, it depends on what you're working on. It, it can be matter. So I'm talking about getting into uh, teaching assistantships, uh, research assistant positions, sometimes fellowships. Um, sometimes uh, you have to apply to be a student leader and, and all that and other things you have to apply for. And... The reality is that I think it's fair to say, first and foremost, is actual knowledge, talent, and qualifications. So honestly, if you don't know how to code a certain thing, no matter how good a school you went to, it doesn't matter. So that being said, um, I will say that easily, um, if a person uh, on a board sees a Harvard University on a resume, that lights up the eyes and it gets noticed. Um, I've been on uh, or witnessed, uh, shall we say, student boards where we had to decide who gets into a certain program uh, as you know, graduate uh, school, like elective program, stuff like that. And yeah, it gets noticed and it gets looked at and the person gets acknowledged. And the other, so it definitely does help and it just it means there's more opportunities for that person to explore. And if a person, you know, didn't come from a noticeable school, like, again, it's not like the door is closed per se, but it's just much harder to get noticed. Uh, I mean, amazing career experience can help. I, I also knew someone who did not come from a name brand uh, school who uh, had a very interesting job working uh, in transportation. That person's resume got noticed a lot. So, yeah. Um, and then there's also a very interesting factor of, uh, sometimes people get known as go- being the person that came from brand name graduate school. Um, yeah, I I think it's interesting. Like uh, how many times people talk about like, oh, that person 
came from uh, Harvard or, oh, that person came from Penn. They must be smart. So I definitely want to work with that person on a team project. Uh, and just this assumption of competency, which, you know, it probability is good, but uh, is just assumed and then just lends towards uh, at least trust in terms of competence and professionalism. Um, and again, if you didn't come from a brand name school, uh, it's not like the world is over. It's just you had to work your way to be noticed, to be acknowledged. Um, one, of the, one of the people that I think everyone liked working for uh, was someone who came from a regional school in South Dakota. And, you know, he, the person had to spend some time to get recognized for his excellence. And it's a shame, but it's just a fact of life. So I think that's easy to explain in school experience. Um, I think career, there's, in terms of outcomes, there's a lot more to explain. And so let's just talk about in terms of like um, networking. So in grad school, every grad school uh, has like a set of career out outcomes that are via what's known as pipelines. So the school sets up a formal pipeline. Usually these are with employers who have a lot of experience with students and alumni and they like hiring from the school. So if you're trying to go for a pipeline and you get in the pipeline, for example, a uh, pipeline I saw a lot was Deloitte, and this is both on the IR side and public policy side for Deloitte government consulting. A pi another pipeline could be a uh, foreign service officer, um, so on and so forth. If you get in the pipeline, you know, as it, and you, uh, you, it might require some networking to get in it, but once you're in, you're in the pipeline, you're a good place. And it doesn't matter where you went to school, how much more you network, uh, you know, you have a way to a uh, career track. As long as you meet the gates, the internship or whatever tests and pass it, you're fine. But here's the thing. Uh, a lot of people don't get into pipelines. A lot of people don't want to do stuff that are uh, offered as pipelines from a school. Um, and in fact, I would say um, there are lots of super interesting, innovative career opportunities that, out there that are not associated with uh, school pipelines. That's because the, the hard reality, in my opinion, is that um, a, a lot of schools haven't really kept up in terms of uh, the career opportunities out there in the new economy. So um, if, if you don't, if you want to do something outside the pipe, the easily accessible pipeline, you have to network. And yes, you can network with grad school alumni. Yeah. They, they could definitely be helpful. I mean, depending on school, some schools are better with grad school alumni helping out more than others. But the reality is that um, if you went to strong undergrad, and this is a key point, and you have a close group of friends uh, or network from that undergrad, or you just have went to undergrad that's uh, has much more close-knit culture, uh, the response rate from that undergrad, and I, let me say previous uh, graduate degree, is gonna be much higher. The intensity of support can be much higher because the reality is that it's four years of very intense periods of development where people uh, just remember each other and have fond memories of. There's a lot of like raw, raw good memories built to undergrad. And in grad school, um, yeah, it's just a year or two and honestly, a lot of people don't get involved in grad school community. So you never know if um, the alumni are going to be responsive. I heard this a lot, a lot of times from people from all sorts of grad schools, just that, hey, some grad students, alums pick up the email, respond to email, but a lot don't. 
Um, again, some schools are better than others, but just, I will say for everyone I talked to who, uh, between their undergrad network, assuming they had a good relationship with their undergrad, their undergrad was generally had a better pickup in terms of responding. And the second is uh, tied to networking, but internal referrals matter. And the reality is that uh, undergrad and, and or previous masters, you kind of like come out of it knowing who your friends are. And your friends are much more likely to give you internal referral for a job or whatnot if uh, you know, they know you. When you go to grad school and you're networking, you're just... You've just been in the school for like what, like six months, seven months. Uh, you know, you know people, but six months, seven months is not like a long time to really like knowing be friends with everyone. And oh, by the way, um, you know, what you, who you have to impress is the alumni. And again, some are involved, some aren't. Your, your friends or just, it doesn't have to be friends, but like uh, weak ties, as they call sociology from undergrad, just tend to be more helpful. And then there's time to network. Like, yeah, again, you only have, you go to grad school, you have six, seven months, you look for an internship and you have class, you have sleep, you have all the other things and just don't have that much time to network, period. So, but if you look back to your undergrad or previous grad school, you'd know what jobs everyone's at. You know, you know, um, who, you know, who went to the things you're, you're interested in and they're more likely to pick up. So, um, you, it's just in some ways easier easier to network and and all this ties into like how strong of grad school you went to because I'm, I'm sorry how strong of undergrad you went someone you went to or previous grad program because let's be realistic usually the stronger the program um former education the more competitive jobs they have um the also more likely that internal referral will get somewhere um so and you know the, the wider network of uh, people in competitive positions uh, that you know, um, the better off you generally are because they'll help you. Okay, so that I would say is the networking thing. Um, so and then there's, uh, I would say, a sen sense of confidence. Um, and I don't know what it is, but like, I would say what I observe is that people that come from the better, the, the, the stronger undergrad programs or previous grad experiences, they just have a sense of confidence about themselves. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's plenty of people from great schools who uh, aren't conf aren't confident in much else. But like, I, I was shocked by how often people who didn't come from who didn't come from name brand schools would talk about like. They were so glad they were in grad school because they never thought they would make it there uh, because they didn't come from a name brand uh, undergrad. And they would openly say, oh, I didn't go to a fancy place like Harvard like you, blah, 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 blah. Just so you know, I didn't go to Harvard. I, I'm just referring hypothetically. But there was a lot of conversations over and over and over and over again. Uh, I didn't go to such a fancy school. So and, – and, I heard this at my grad program. I heard this at grad programs better than mine and worse than mine uh, in terms of like branding at least. And then, yeah, it, I think having confidence helps for going forward and trying to go for the most competitive opportunities, um, both from a student career perspective. And I will say, I did hear, I did hear a conversation like, oh, I didn't go that good of a grad program. So 
Now, I'm not used to competitive things like this, so I don't think I could fit in there, blah, blah, blah. I mean, just things I heard. Um, so another thing is that I noticed that people who didn't come from um, like that, that strong of a undergrad or previous master's really have a chip on their shoulder. But when they have a chip on their shoulder, they focus really on things that matter less in terms of student experience opportunities and career opportunities. And what they focus on, very interesting for some people, was the GPA. Hey, don't get me wrong. You need to have a decent GPA, especially, you know, you don't want to uh, fail academically. Um, but the unless you're going to get a PhD after your professional master's degree, um, your GPA uh, after like above a 3.3, in my opinion, I mean, some people say above a 3.0, really doesn't matter. Um, but what matters is ha having experience learning, uh, networking, knowing what you want to do, et cetera, et cetera. And obviously, knowing some core concepts and having technical skills is important to a certain extent. But yeah, so they would focus on GPA. When they focus on GPA, um, people who did it did not care to network, did not care to understand what career options they, were, they wanted, did not care to get involved in things that really mattered, uh, like a research assistant position, something like that. And... Yeah. So, and then there's the people who, you now they they essentially got to a good branded graduate program, but and they like start settling. Um, it's like I I heard people say, oh, I went to a not so great undergrad, but now I'm here, this great graduate school brand, and I could just settle and find a job. You know, that was a chip on the shoulder, just like I made it, I'm good, done. Obviously, that doesn't help as well. Then lastly, uh, what I thought was interesting is that um, there's definitely a different concept of, quote-unquote, keeping up with the Joneses uh, based off of where someone went to undergrad or previous grad degree. So people that came from the stronger programs would say things like, or stronger uh, former education programs would say stuff like, oh, my friend so-and-so at age whatever is already there. I just need to be like keep up or be somewhat successful like that person. They put a lot of pressure on themselves. But on the flip side, I would hear stories from people with you, you know, less uh, well-branded prior education experience, like say, hey, uh, my friends from college are, some of them are car dealers, some of them are unemployed, some of them went home, live with their parents and uh, work at a restaurant. Uh, so, you know, I'm doing great. I don't need work hard to do do better or you know i'm good where i am don't need to do more blah 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 so i think a lot of, there's a lot of uh there's a, a peer effect and speak about peers i don't mean like those in graduate school but peers prior to graduate school and where other people are kind of creates this sentiment of where they should be relative to them so you know that 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 relates um, to, you know, what career opportunities and student experiences they uh, shoot for. So the reason why I tell this story is um, I, I, I think a lot of times um, people talk about grad school in terms of brand and have this opinion, the thought like, oh, if I get Harvard Kennedy School, I could just waltz on in to uh, 
uh, Mackenzie tomorrow and get a job, or oh, if I go to Harvard Kennedy School, I could waltz on in to the Pentagon and get a fellowship, or go to Brookings and be a associate tomorrow, whatever. But that's not how it works. Yes, it's great you went to a great grad school, but you need a combination of skills and uh, in terms on resume and um, uh, networking. And a lot of times, network networking it helps if you went to a strong undergrad or previous grad degree. Um, and then then there's the entire matter of hey, just having the confidence, having the ambition, um, be self-driven. Again, you don't need to have a, that's not dependent on your prior education, but just a reality that I saw. People have a sentiment of keeping up the Joneses and really, you know, were more confident, more aggressive uh, in correlation to uh, the previous education. So, um, and then, there, like I said, who you know really does matter. And it's just much harder to come into grad school and do all the foot foot uh, work to get to know the right people. If you know people from your prior experiences or private education, that makes life all the easier. So me personally, I'll be honest, I, uh, of the jobs I got uh, and opportunities I got in, uh, in grad school, uh, a lot of people mentioned point blank that they brought me on because uh, they knew people that they liked from my undergrad. Uh, and for some roles, I was internally referred by people from my undergrad. And and I watched people who, uh, sadly, could not get an internal referral um, because you know they didn't have a built-in network from their undergrad. And there's, like I said, time is very precious, and it's just harder to network from the grad from your graduate school. It's possible. Many people do it, but it's just harder to do. All right. I hope that's helpful. Gives you a good perspective about the realities of grad school and uh, looking forward to making more episodes. Take care. Bye.